Hello everyone, thank you for listening and watching the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and discussion on England's top four leagues. I'm your host Tom Pipkin, joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker and we are back after the international break, ready to sink our teeth into a full fixture list across the Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two. This week on the show we're going to give you all the tips as usual, we're going to run through our treble from last week and give you this week's treble. Remember, you can get yourself a £30 money back as free bet for sign up to our sponsors, matchbook.com, who do sponsor this podcast with the sign up code TFB Podcast. But most of all, Tom, full steam ahead towards the World Cup, plenty of football to uh, get stuck into, and I can't wait. Yeah, mixed bag over the international break. To be honest, some enjoyable moments, some not enjoyable moments, and it certainly got me excited for the World Cup. But back to the bread and butter of the domestic game and it's been a while obviously with everything that happened with the Queen and then international breaker I'm kind of chomping at the bit especially Mm. uh, for the Premier League obviously we had uh, a smattering of League One and a full fixture list in League Two last week so got my EFL fix but the Premier League's back and it's uh, it's back with a bang let's be honest. It is Um, so we're going to go through each of the league's in uh, in order, so Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our best bets from each league. Um, all the odds we read out on the show today are going to be taken from matchbook.com, all in decimals. So let's get started, shall we, Tom, with the Saturday 12.30 in the Prem. It's the North London Derby, bit of a derby weekend across the Premier League this weekend, so should be some good talking points. Um, Arsenal 2.14 at home for the victory, 3.8 for the draw and 3.6 for Spurs. Um, Any strong fancies for you in this one? Hang on, two seconds. Let me just pull that splinter out my arse. Uh, I think I'm just going to go for both teams to score, to be (laughs) honest with you. Uh, 1.66 is the price of Matchbook. You know, both teams have been really impressive and probably surpass expectations. You've got a team in Arsenal unbeaten at home in the league so far. You've got a team in Tottenham unbeaten on the road uh, so far in the league. I mean, both teams to score actually isn't on our side historically. Uh, It's actually only three of the last six that have been both teams to score. That includes all competitions. Uh, But I'm just looking at the makeup of, of what we've got in front of us here at the moment. Uh, For Arsenal, for example, over 2.5 goals, 85.71% of their games have been over 2.5 goals. Tottenham, a little bit more uh, cautious. Actually, they've they've actually scored more, sorry, um, than Arsenal. They've actually scored one, but their statistic is a little bit uh, smaller. 57.14 of their games going over 2.5. I just think... Exciting game, lots on the line. Both teams' strengths probably going forward. Uh, yeah, both teams to score for me, 1.66. Yeah, I was going to take that a little bit further with the both teams to score and over 2.5. Um, mm. I don't want to contradict what you've read out because your stats are right. But if we isolate games in the Premier League at the Emirates, there's actually been seven of the last eight that have been both teams to score. Um, the last four have been both teams to score and over 2.5. So, you know, form is with us in games at the Emirates. Uh, it surprised me, just completely off topic, that 
Spurs have got such a bad record there. I didn't realise that they'd not won in the league away at Arsenal since 2010. I feel like Arsenal get a lot of, you know, everyone always talks about their bad form at Tottenham and they can never get a result there and stuff. That's funny you should mention that. You never hear it the other way around for some reason. Yeah, so um, Arsenal typically strong in this fixture in the league. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Go for goals. I think it's going to be an entertaining one uh, to kick us off on Saturday. Moving into the three o'clock zone, we'll start with Bournemouth against Brentford. Bournemouth 3.55. The draw is also 3.55 and Brentford a 2.26 for the win. Um, I was kind of torn in, in this particular game. Um, Bournemouth have been bit decent since Scott Parker got sacked, to be fair to them. But, you know, Brentford have started the season well. What I would say about this game, I don't think Brentford would lose. Um, I'm tempted maybe to go... If anything, for, for Brentford on a draw, no bet. So 1.59 is the price for Brentford on, on that particular market. So if it game if the game ends in a draw, get your stake returned. Uh, if Brentford win, then then you win the money. Um, yeah, I, I've not got too much to say on this. I don't know if you've got anything to add, but I just don't think Brentford will lose. No, both teams to score again for me, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we're looking at, Two teams, again, you know, I'm just going to kind of take the same angle as I did last time. I always look at, you know, games over 2.5 goals, etc. Brentford, just one clean sheet so far in those seven games. Uh, 71.3% of their games going over 2.5. Bournemouth, 57.14. They've only kept two clean sheets. Now, Bournemouth, if you look at the, the stats, they've only scored six goals this season. That might worry you. Uh, but I feel like they're they're kind of warming up a little bit. Obviously, with Scott Parker departing, um, they've managed to score three away at Nottingham Forest. They've managed to score one away at Newcastle in the last two. Uh, so clearly, some goal scoring form there. And you know, obviously, you have a look at the the Brentford stats, and you'll see a blank against Arsenal in that game for the uh, goals for column. But I wouldn't worry about that. They've scored in every other game this season, including five against Leeds in their second-to-last game. I just think both teams to score looks promising. Chris Wilder, very short now, 4-9 to nine for the Bournemouth job. And be interesting if he's either in place by the weekend, Tom, or maybe, you know, the players are, are told, perhaps, that he's going to be taking over. I'm not sure how the club will handle that, but that might change one or two things. Uh, but both teams to score, I think, will happen whether Wilder's in the stands, in the dugout or not. Yeah, OK. Um, moving on to Palace against Chelsea then. 4.7 for Palace, 3.75 for the draw and 1.9 for Chelsea. Um, Chelsea have been poor in their away matches so far this season. They've lost the last two in the league. Uh, they were 2-1 to Southampton and 3-0 away at Leeds. So they'll certainly be hoping that Graham Potter can inspire a bit of a change in fortunes in that away form. I'm going to go with Chelsea for the win, partly because of the Potter new manager factor. You know I like a good old new manager bounce. Um, mm. But also the head-to-head -head stats between Chelsea and Palace. Chelsea have won the last 10 consecutive meetings between the two sides. Um, Palace haven't kept a clean sheet against Chelsea for 17 consecutive games. So... 
when I see a side that's got 10 consecutive wins against another side, that tends to be enough to sway me, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'm not going to back Chelsea. And I'm also not going to back Palace. I think, I think it would be pretty hollow of me to start going against Palace when I was so hot on them uh, pre-season. Remember I said... I thought that they would be the best place club to challenge for a Europa League spot apart from the, the top six. Obviously, at the moment, that's not looking like the best prediction with them in 16th. But of course, you know, they've only played six games, um, whereas most teams have played seven. I still have faith in Palace. I don't like going against Palace ever. Home, away. The last couple of seasons have proven that they can mix it with the best on their day, for sure. Results haven't matched performances so far, but I'm a big believer in, you know, keep putting in the performance and the results will come. Wilfred Zaha has been electric. Eze has been unbelievable. Joachim Anderson has been class. Too many question marks over Chelsea for me at the moment. I'm happy to sit this one out and uh, see how it all plays out. Cool. No problem with that at all. Uh, Fulham against Newcastle then up next, also at three o'clock. 3.25 for Fulham. 3.55 3.55 for the draw and 2.42 for Newcastle. A um, couple of fancies for me here. Uh, firstly, both teams to score. That's priced at 1.76. Um, five out of six games for both of these sides have been both teams to score so far this season. Um, so, yeah, both capable of scoring, but also been leaking the odd goal at the back. And also draw, uh, 3.55. We don't often tip draws, do we, on the pod? But um, yeah, Newcastle somewhat draw merchants so far this season. They've drawn five of their last six league games. And Fulham have been very good, really, at home. They've drawn to Liverpool, they've beaten Brentford and they've beaten Brighton. So three very impressive results so far for them at home. Um, Do they have enough to beat Newcastle? Uh... I don't, I don't know. Um, if they did, it wouldn't wholly surprise me, but I think the most likely outcome here is is a draw. Yeah, uh, Newcastle looking for their first win on the road this season. They haven't won in four. We, we mentioned on our State of Play pod that, you know, if you're inclined to, you can go back and listen to Ahead of the Weekend. Uh, we released it last week. It's just the first segment of the show. The content will still be relevant all the way up to Saturday. Uh, but we mentioned, Tom, that they were kind of stinking the place out a little bit, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 71.3% of their games have been under 2.5 goals this season. Um, they obviously have the addition of Isak now. Um, so that's going to hopefully change for them. Uh, and obviously a few injuries as well. I, I think I'm with you on the both teams to score front. I'm going for 1-1 as well. I can see a draw. You know, I'm not sure about Fulham at the moment. I still think they are... I think it's... I've seen a lot of people say that they're going to be comfortable. And when they talk about relegation, Fulham aren't mentioned. They're not in my bottom three. But what I'm saying is, I think it is really early. And we have seen teams before ride that momentum of getting promoted and then eventually things kind of even out and fizzle out a bit. When will that happen? Could it be this weekend? Maybe. Um, I'm not sure on result. I think draw, honestly, as you said, we never tip them, but 
I think that might be the way to go, actually, in the end. I feel like we've slowly progressed, haven't we? We've gone from both teams to score, to a draw, to a specifically a one-all draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, depends on how uh, hot you are on the, on the, uh, on the specifics, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, right, Liverpool against Brighton, then another three o'clocker, 1.39 for Liverpool, 5.6 for the draw and 9.4 for Brighton. Tell me, are Brighton going to get the new manager bounce under Roberto De Zerbi? Yeah, not sure, to be honest. Um, obviously, he's done a, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a Serie A expert, but I do know that Sassuolo have, he's done a similar job to Potter at Brighton, you know, brought through a team from Serie B to Serie A. They were playing some good stuff, finishing in the top half, you know, selling off their best players and reinvesting. Like, it, it seems like a good fit. Um, but I'm really, I'm really not sure how this is going to go. I, this game scares me, to be honest. I need to see a massive, massive improvement from Liverpool before I even think about backing them um, at the price of 1.39. Brighton, sure, they've lost Graham Potter and a lot of the coaching staff, but the players are still good and the players are still you know really good quality and the, they've been playing well all season. I, I I don't want anything to do with this game. Both teams to score, unders, overs, just nothing grabs me for this game. And that's absolutely fine. Um, right, we'll move on to Southampton against Everton then. 2.24 for Southampton, 3.55 for the draw and 3.6 for Everton. This looks like a really exciting game, doesn't it, this one? Cool, blimey. Um, for me, under 2.5, priced... Fairly well, I thought. 1.87, considering the stats. Southampton have lost three of their last four Premier League games 1-0. So they're going through a bit of a sticky patch at the moment, struggling to find the back of the net. And Everton have had six consecutive games in the league um, under 2.5 goals. So Southampton on their day are are capable of getting a few, but it's really the Everton factor. um, Just bogging down games, just boring them out, just... Yeah, as I say, six out of six under 2.5. And I could definitely see another one here. I just look at, I just, when I was, I, by the way, under 2.5 is absolutely where I want to go. You know, Mm. correct me if I'm wrong. Like, obviously, you know, teams change every single week, et cetera, et cetera. But I think we're going to, you know, have a look at Southampton with Shea Adams up front, who I really like, but is not going to smash in 30 Premier League goals. And then Everton, you know, DCL still injured. They'll probably go with a winger up front or Solomon Rondon. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not interested in goals when uh, when that's the strike force that we're, uh, that we're looking for for both teams. So, yeah, under 2.5, absolute stinker. Yeah. <laughs> And that's followed up by potentially another stinker in the 5.30. <laughs> West Ham against Wolves. Uh, West Ham are 1.99, 3.6 for the draw, 4.4 for Wolves. Um, can you foresee, as I say, another stinker here, Walker? Or Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Use, my, uh, use my last name there, mate. Uh, yeah, I, I can see another stinker. Um, I think I'll back West Ham. I'm a big I'm a big believer that West Ham will come good. I by the way, they're not qualifying for Europa League or anything like that. 
But I think they'll finish mid-table and they'll get themselves out of this. 1.99 seems a good price to me. Wolves haven't won on the road all season. I I do not buy the Diego Costa thing at, at all, personally. Um, I think the guy is pretty much finished. Uh, under 2.5, Tom. 2.0. Bang on the money for even money, sorry. For me, I'm taking that all day. we got two teams that can't score here. Uh, we've got 71.3% of Wolves games under 2.5 and a whopping 85.71% of West Ham games this season under 2.5. Yeah, absolute snooze fest for me. Yeah. I had the same. I had under 2.5 written down as my main one. So, yeah, sided with you on that one. Completely agree. Uh, go out for dinner on Saturday night. Don't bother staying in to watch this one. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to Sunday then. Uh, Manchester Derby kicks us off on Sunday at 2 o'clock. Manchester City at home to Manchester United. 1.39 is the price for City. 5.9 for the draw. And 8.6 for Manchester United. So, <laughs> Man, you've got form in this derby, particularly away at City. So eight point six—it's a whopping big price, considering you know it—it's—it's it's not a foregone conclusion this game. Um, Absolutely not. I—I I would say I look at Manchester City's home record, and it is pretty scary, particularly in the league. Um, I did this a few weeks ago, but you know if we go back across their last seven games at home. They've scored three five five three four four six, so it's a minimum of three goals in each of their last seven home Premier League games. Um, it's it's frightening goal scoring form. De Bruyne is in really good form. Haaland obviously can't stop scoring before the international break. Can't see any reason why that would not continue now. Um, I don't feel I say all that. I don't feel confident enough to back Man City at one point three nine, just because Man U have upset this fixture in the past few seasons. Uh, but but yeah, um, I'm just going to watch it and hopefully be entertained. I think. <laughs> well, in the last seven games at the Etihad between these two, there's been one win for Man City, which was the most recent one, which was a four one win in the Premier League. Uh, that was in uh, June, I believe. Yeah, June. Um, no, sorry, March. March, sorry, I'm reading the date the wrong way around. <laughs> March. Um, there was one draw and five Manchester United victories. Like, that is absolutely insane. I will be dropping a tenner on United at that price, to be honest with you. But I do think Man City will win the game. Tom, I just find them irresistible, to be honest with you. I honestly find them absolutely, as good as United have been, as the improvement and everything, I just think Man City are just absolutely miles ahead. Obviously, we've said that for seasons and seasons in this fixture, and it's come back to bite us, but Man City and yes, for me, 2.76. That's where I'll be uh, putting my money. I can see United getting a, a goal on the break, lots of pace in that attacking lineup. Um, for United, but yeah, City to to eventually win the game, maybe two, three, one. Yeah, that would surprise absolutely nobody, would it? If that ended up yeah. the result, um, decent price fit comes in. 
So, yeah, uh, final Sunday game. Leeds against Villa. This is 4.30. 2.44 for Leeds. 3.6 for the draw. 3.15 for Villa. Um, and this one I looked at and kind of thought both teams to score before looking into anything. Looked into the stats and that definitely backs up both teams to score. Um, six out of the last eight Leeds games have been uh, both teams on the score sheet. And five of the last seven Villa games have also been the same. So, yeah, 1.68 is the price for both teams to score. Um, I'm just going to, I have no idea who will actually win the game. Probably weighted slightly towards towards Leeds, but yeah, you could probably toss your coin here and see what happens. But I think there'll be goals. I like Leeds at home to be, oh God, I just whacked my laptop then. I, I like Leeds, I like Leeds at oh, home. No. <laughs> I, I love Leeds at home so much. I've just topped my laptop and smashed the screen up. I'm that passionate. Um, they haven't lost any of the last six home games. And at the start of the season, Tom, I said I didn't like what I saw from Villa. And that's I've seen nothing to change my, my mind. Uh, on the road, they've lost three of three. Uh, only scored two, conceded seven. Goal difference of minus five. On the road. Uh, you know, at home, not much better, to be honest with you. Uh, I like Leeds. I can see them getting a result here. Uh, I know they just shipped five against Brentford, but I do think Brentford offers a completely... I feel like Brentford's attacking play is so much slicker and so much put together and so much more dangerous than what Villa have got to offer. Villa, for me, are a team I'm worried about, and I think Stevie G won't make it out uh won't make it till the end of the year put it that way mm. out before the world cup or out around Absolutely. the, time of the world cup. Yeah, yeah around there um lots of money poor results all that good stuff yeah i think uh i think villa to continue to struggle it's a team i'm going to be going against for the next few weeks and months until i see something otherwise yeah okay then well let's round up the premier league with the uh Best fixture of the weekend, Leicester against Nottingham Forest. Come on, you Reds. Hmm. 1.81 <laughs> for Leicester, 4.2 for the draw and 4.6 for Forest. Um, two managers here whose jobs are reportedly very much on the line. Um, two teams really struggled so far this season, propping up the league in 19th and 20th. Tom Walker, what's your take? One clean sheet. Between the two of these, that's Forest. Fourteen uh, percent of their games have kept clean sheets. Forest conceded seventeen this season. Leicester have conceded twenty-two. That means that Forest have the third worst defense in the league, and Leicester have the worst defense in the league. Leicester also haven't solved their uh, clean sheet issue. Uh, clean sheet issue. Well, that's true, but their set piece issue is what I was trying to say. Uh, conceding headers and uh, from corners and wide free kicks were absolute fun. I'm going over 3.5 here. Mm-hmm. Two, 2.74. Forrest to continue experimenting, continue putting out teams until they stumble across a formula. And Leicester with, as we've said, no new players. Wesley Fofana gone. Kasper Schmeichel gone. The worst goalkeeper in the league just to continue putting out that same dreadful defensive 
performance and selection process over 3.5, 2.74. I'll go for Forest 3-2, um, but who knows, honestly. I think this is going to be really entertaining. <laughs> I genuinely do. I ain't got a clue who's going to win it. Um, no one can like... defend. Nobody. No, that's, the thing. that's the thing, yeah. I like the 3.5 shout, and it's a good price. You know, four of Leicester's seven games so far this season, they've already been over 3.5. So that's a phenomenal rate, really, for an over 3.5 goal stat. Um, yeah, I think if Forrest are going to win, like we're saying, because we can't defend, we're not going to win to nil. Um, no. Leicester have proven they're more than capable of scoring goals. They just can't keep them out. Um, so Forrest to win and both teams to score at 8.2 could well be worth a little tickle. Yeah, but I've, yeah, I don't know. I don't, now I'm thinking about it. I just, now you're saying that, I just, I can't see Forrest scoring that. No, I don't know. Sometimes I look at this game and I look, bloody hell, Leicester, the worst team defensively in the league by a mile. I look at Forrest, Gibbs White, Johnson. You know, maybe there's a threat from set pieces, like I said, with with uh, Awani or someone like that, like someone who are physical, yeah. of physical stature and stuff. But, you know, in open play, Forrest don't look that convincing to me. Okay. All right. I'm starting to talk myself out of what I initially wanted. Over 3.5, locked and loaded, done. No result for me. This will be an entertaining one. Forrest That's, win. I'm going round in circles. <laughs> Over 3.5. Forrest win and both teams to score. Brendan to get the sack. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and that wraps up the Premier League. Um, let's just mention our sponsor at Matchbook and how you can jump on that um, £30 money back as a free bet offer again. And then we'll look through the Championship League 1 and League 2. Yeah, if you're looking for a bit of a safety net, uh, maybe you fancy being a little bit risky this weekend and you fancy falling back on an offer, then why not explore the £30 back as a free bet offer when you sign up as a new customer to Matchbook. You'll need a promotional code, that is TFB Podcast, as in the football betting podcast, TFB Podcast. Uh, chuck that in when you're signing up. Uh, you have to make sure you deposit, obviously, and then you get that money back as a free bet if you first bet losers. So this is great if you want to have a bit of fun on an accumulator or, you know, if you found an outsider, maybe you fancy Man United, but you'd like that little bit of a cushion, uh, then you can chuck the money on United. If it wins, you can tell everyone you're a genius. And if it loses, then you've got that uh, free bet to fall back on. So, yeah, uh, TFB podcast. And thanks, as ever, to Matchbook for all their support. Yeah, please do check that out. Um, let's move into the championship then. Uh, where do you want to get us started? I want to get us started by saying this is an absolute pig's ear of a slate in terms of picking winners. So many coin toss games I see mm. in the championship. Uh, I don't know about you. I see coin toss games, but I also see opportunity through games being pretty boring. Hmm. Okay. Well, before you stink the pod out, um, I'm I'm going to talk about a, a both teams to score. Uh, we spoke about this um, off air just before we uh, just before we got involved here. Um, we are looking at Bristol City and Queens Park Rangers. So, regular listeners to the show, 
going back last season, to be honest, Tom, uh, mm. we'll know that you in particular and myself love a Bristol Rovers, uh, Bristol, <laughs> Bristol City both teams to score. It's 1.66. The bookies are wising up, Tom. They, they know what's up. Um, Ashton Gate obviously has been a hub of entertainment as Nigel Pearson goes against what people think of him, I think, uh, in terms of tactics. He just absolutely loads the uh, the lineup with attacking players and just goes for it, to be honest. 60% of the games in favour in Bristol City have gone over 2.5. Uh, they've got Andy Vyman, who is one of the most underrated strikers in the league, I would say. Uh, they've got an absolute plethora of attacking midfielders laying on uh, chance after chance after chance. They're the top scorers in the league with 19 uh, level with Sheffield United. I mean, QPR themselves, uh, when you look at them statistically, not bad. Uh, they're wedged in their seventh for top scorers uh, on 14 goals after 10 matches. Their um, defence, very bang average. It's in that mid-table period with 11. Bristol City, second worst defence, which is what we like to see with both teams to score. They've conceded 16 goals in 10 matches. So, yeah, this one looks pretty favourable. 1.66, not the biggest price but maybe a bit of an accumulator booster. Yep, and you could always boost that with the old little favourite for Bristol City, couldn't you? The uh, both teams to score and over 2.5 combo. Uh, mm. Four of the last five Bristol City games have been uh, both teams to score and over 2.5, so certainly wouldn't be a shock to see a fifth out of sixth in this particular game. Um, let's move from lots of goals to no goals, shall we? <laughs> Um, Sunderland at home to Preston and I've got this one down as an under 2.5 game the price is 1.71 um, Preston still showing no signs of any kind of entertainment whatsoever um, 10 games into the season now they've still scored just 3 goals and conceded just 4 so 7 goals in total from 10 games played uh, averaging under a goal a game and yeah, I see unless something's changed over the international break and they found the shooting boots. Um, I'm happy to go with the trend again here. 1.71 for under 2.5 when every single game so far this season it has come in. Um, yeah, we'll go for an, an, an 11th game in the league on the spin to be under 2.5. Incredible. I mean, let's make this clear. It can't last, um, but let's ride the wave. Right, and I think yep. one day five o'clock is going to come, and the you know the soccer Saturday score is going to come up at the bottom, and you'll see you know I don't know uh, name a team Huddersfield Town five, Preston North End five, and you're going to think bloody hell <laughs> everything's yep. all starting to align, but for now <laughs> you can't do anything other than 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 back it. Sheffield United, uh, I mean. This is probably the standout, Tom. They're priced at 1.41, so we're not going to spend too much time on this. But basically, we are backing at the moment, top of the table, top of the form table, second in home form. Remember, this game is at home. For the record, I'll chuck in that they are top of the away form as well. They've got the joint best attack with Bristol City with 19 goals and 
They've got the second best defence, and it's only by one goal, Tom. So we rant and rave and, you know, pressing get all these headlines about how stubborn they are defensively. And, you know, obviously that's coupled with the fact they can't score. Well, Sheffield United conceded in 0.5 goals a game. Five conceded in 10 games. Phenomenal uh, defensive <clears throat> record there. This is probably, uh, I mean, I'm going to go say it, but this is probably the biggest standout of the entire weekend. I think Sheffield United at home to Birmingham. I mean, can go through a few things with Birmingham, but I don't think there's there's much point. Sheffield United look like they can beat anybody at the moment, and uh, Birmingham not showing anything to uh, to read out in their defence, really. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, uh, the I just feel like after that glowing vote of confidence for uh, Sheffield United, that's that sounds a death knell for their chance of winning this weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. I mean, sure. If we're if we're looking for a few things. Birmingham, two wins away from home in their last two, you know, against Preston, 1-0, and then against West Brom. But let's be honest, the, the level Sheffield United are at compared to Preston and West Brom at the moment, night and day. If you're looking for another reason to get with Sheffield United, Birmingham drew 0-0 with Coventry. Coventry, a team that are having an absolute disastrous start to the season. So, yeah, all in on Sheffield. Uh, right, so let's go to another game I fancy as an under 2.51. It's Blackburn against Millwall. Um, both sides not particularly entertaining at the moment. Black Blackburn, four out of the last five games have been under 2.5. And Millwall have had five out of the last six games under 2.5. So, yeah, respect, respectively, very low scoring games. And then we we can pile on top of that the head-to-head games between the two sides over recent seasons. Eight of the last nine head-to-heads have also been under 2.5. So not very entertaining between the two historically. Not many goals in the games, respectively, at the moment anyway. Three all incoming? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to... Have a look at Coventry City on the double chance. 1.53 they are. I am back in bottom of the league to avoid defeat this season, uh, this weekend. They're playing against Middlesbrough, Tom. Middlesbrough, pre-season favourites, even though Chris Wilder was absolutely furious with that tag. Uh, they find themselves third bottom, 22nd. Two wins in 10, nothing on the road so far in terms of wins uh, for Middlesbrough. They've got the fourth worst away record, sorry, third worst away record in the league. Just a solitary point uh, to show. Obviously, Coventry, they've only had one home game so far because of their pitch issues, uh, which they lost. There's obviously the Chris Wilder thing going on at the moment. It can't be healthy. Uh, You know, this is more on feeling and, and how everything is is kind of doom and gloom at Middlesbrough at the moment. Coventry scrapping for their lives. I think they'll be absolutely fine, Coventry, once they put this behind them. 1.53 to go out and get a draw, at least maybe a win. I think Middlesbrough are in an absolute tailspin. Um, so I'm back in Cov. Okay, cool. Um, 
an outsider for me for my final championship pick. Uh, it could be a nice big price come uh, five, cl- five o'clock. Wigan away at Rotherham. 3.3 is a price for Wigan. A um, couple of things lends me to pick Wigan here. Uh, firstly, Paul Warren having now left Rotherham to go to Derby County. So Rotherham currently managerless at time of recording. So it, that whole appointment of Derby poaching Warren from Rotherham seems to have come very much out of the blue. So how the players and everyone around Rotherham is going to respond to that, that's up in the air. Um, Wigan, on top of that, have got a very good away record so far this season in the Champs. So they've won their last three away games so far, um, unbeaten away this season. So they started off drawing away at Norwich, so very creditable result um, to start the season. Then they've beaten Birmingham away, Luton away and Huddersfield away. So travelling very, very well, kind of gone under the radar, I think, a little bit. And at 3.3, they could take advantage of a Rotherham side potentially in a bit of disarray this weekend. I think if you're a group of players and a club, if you're Watford, right, Rob Edwards gone, you're Tom Cleverley, you've been there numerous years, it's, you're absolutely immune to it at this stage. I think Rotherham with uh, Paul Warren, I think he was there for eight years. Mm. Something like that. It's a big hole, huge yeah. hole. Like first time he's not going to be there you know, in the dugout. He's obviously a, a great man manager and that, you know, will probably filter down to the players in a negative way for the club this weekend. Yeah, I think that's a smart little tip. That might be a good one to use the uh, the, the matchbook kind of safety net, £30, ba- £30 back as a free bet offer on if you fancy uh, Wigan. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyone in the champ for you or shall we move to... League One. Yeah, I'll get started in the third tier. Uh, I'll get started off with Accrington Stanley, uh, a team who's who have found their feet recently with two, uh, well, three wins if you uh, if you go back far enough, but two wins in the league back to back. A good win against Cheltenham that really impressed me. A one nil after they'd gone a couple of games without winning. And then they went away to Bristol Rovers and won 1-0 as well. Two clean sheets. You know, it was more of what we're used to from Accrington Stanley away at uh, Bristol Rovers for sure. Uh, lots of positive signs there. And playing against a Morecambe team who have won one in 10, Tom, this season. Just they look a shadow of what was going on there last season. Uh, Derek Adams obviously still in charge. Lots of the... The same players with you know with question marks around them to be honest with you. I'm not hundred percent sure what's gone on. Every time I watch highlights, it looks like they're trying to play the same way as, as last season and just things aren't working this year. And I, I don't know why. If we have any Morecambe listeners, I genuinely would like to be educated on, on what's going on there, to be honest with you. Um Sean McConville, Evergreen for Accrington Stanley, up to four goals now. Uh, this season as Morecambe uh, <coughs> travelled to uh, Accrington off the back of not winning in any of their last four games. Uh, I will be back in Accrington quite heavily, I think. They're 1.69, so it is short, but I, I really like that one. Yeah, um, sounds like a good one to me. Um, 
Both teams to score pick I like here. Charlton against Oxford. So that's 1.73 on match book for that game to be both teams to score. Um, you've got two sides here who have only kept one clean sheet each so far this season. So Charlton have played 10 games. Um, last kept a clean sheet on the 6th of August at home to Derby. Um, since then, they've had seven consecutive games be both teams to score. And then on the Oxford side, they last kept a clean sheet in the league again on the 6th of August. Um, since then, uh, they've conceded in every one of their eight following games. Five of the last six have been both teams to score. So some pretty strong stats that back this one up. Yeah, all in uh, on that one, mate. Uh, so let's have a look at Exeter. I, they are They are short. They are short. And they're, a bit. Yeah, they're 1.59, which I, I don't know where that price has come from, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But I do think there'll be Bristol Rovers who haven't won in eight games now. I think Bristol Rovers and Joey Barton have shown that, you know, Barton in particular, eventually they're going to catch fire and probably go on a, another run. He, he's like the new streaky Lee. I think, Tom. <laughs> Streaky Joey, I think. Like Streaky Joey. Yeah, I feel like his teams are absolutely bloody useless for stretches and stretches. And then last season's obviously what I'm alluding to. They went in and got promotion uh, automatically in, in that crazy run. Exeter, I mean, Forest Green are, are in a real mess right now, but they absolutely battered them last week. Um, to uh, coupled with their last home game, which was a win against MK Dons, Exeter showing that they've got enough to dispatch uh, Bristol Rovers. But yeah, eye-wateringly short price. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they won, but the price for me is way too short. Oh, it's uh, horrible. We mentioned before, yeah, we mentioned before we started the show um, off-air that you know we backed Exeter before on a podcast treble, I believe, at a similar price when they were looked to shoe in to win, but uh, they let us down. So I feel like I'm a bit scarred, especially at, mm. at these short prices. But um, if they did win, it certainly wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but too short for me. But um, only one more thing in League One for me this weekend left to go for, and that's Plymouth away at Wickham. 2.6 is the price of Plymouth. Um, I feel like they're the... They're the real deal this year, aren't they? They're doing Enough. fantastically well yeah, now. Absolutely. Um, away from home, in their last three games, they've beaten Forest Green 3-0, Derby 3-2, and drew tour with Portsmouth. I believe Portsmouth might have got a 90th-minute equaliser in that particular game, if I remember rightly. Mm. So very close to going to Fratton Park and winning. Um, they then back that up with a home victory coming from behind away at Ipswich last season, last weekend, sorry which is a mightily impressive result. So they're just building so much confidence, so much momentum. Uh, they're now sat top of the league with seven wins from 10 consecutive games. And they're a big, big price considering all that to go away to Wickham and get three points. Uh, Wickham are a side that they've won one of the last five, um, losing the most recent two to Sheffield Wednesday and Derby. At home so far this season, They've they've been okay. They've they've won two, drew one, lost one. Um, 
that loss was to Shrewsbury, that draw was to Charlton. So, you know, they've been dropping points to teams much worse than Plymouth. Um, I'm just not convinced by Wickham so far this season. I think I don't want to be clouded by their exploits last season when I'm making my predictions for this season because mm-hmm. they look a bit of a shadow at the moment to me. Yeah, they look like a one-man team going forward. Um, and Metti, if, if, if he's not on it creating stuff, but they look absolutely clueless, to be honest with you. Uh, okay, moving into League Two, I'll get started on the Friday nighter. Um, 1.45, another uh, really short price. Uh, we're going for Mansfield to dispatch Hartlepool. Obviously, Hartlepool, um, you know, recently sacked Paul Hartley. They haven't won their last five. Mansfield for me, um, you know, I will back them to finish in the top three and get the job done this season. I really will. Uh, I think, yeah. obviously, we've got Leighton Orient, who I'm sure you're going to come on to shortly, Tom. Uh, but Mansfield, for me, there's a big difference between Leighton Orient, Mansfield and the rest. I feel like even Bradford, who you know we'll talk about later on in uh, not glowing terms. But yeah, Mansfield, unbelievable so far, playing against bottom of the league. Uh, Hartlepool, zero wins all season. That won't continue. Obviously, they're uh, a bunch of professionals who you know, are, are more than capable of getting results at this level. They will win games. How many? Don't know. But it's not going to be this Friday. 1.45 for Manny. Yeah, can see that one on the Friday night. Agreed. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Leighton Orient then because you just touched on them then. There's not an awful lot of justification that really needs to go into this one, I don't think. Leighton Orient are playing at home on Saturday at 3 o'clock to Newport County. They're priced at 1.68 for the victory. So we're, we talk about riding waves and Leighton Orient, it's undeniable that they're on the biggest wave of the, in the whole pyramid at the moment, isn't it? They've played 10 games. They've won nine and drew one. So 28 points gained out of a possible 30. Um, They've won six consecutive games in a row in the league. Uh, They've kept four consecutive clean sheets as well. So won the last four to nil. Um, If we look specifically at their home form, played five, won five, uh, kept four clean sheets in those five wins. So, What's not to like? Why why won't they win this weekend? Um, Newport County, nothing particularly to write home about for them. Uh, they've just got one win in the last five, three defeats in that stretch away from home. So far this season, uh, just won, won one, drew one, lost two. So, yeah, they're, then all due respect, they're nothing special when Leighton Orient should dispatch them like they've been dispatching everybody else. And I know it's going to come to an end like all runs do at some point, but we've just got to keep going with them, haven't we? It's the best start to a League Two season in history. After this after this amount of games. Right. Yeah. So why wouldn't you back them, you know, against uh, especially against a Newport season uh Newport team, sorry, who are have a transitional season. Yeah, why not? Uh Tom, I am um, just hey? to and the thing is, like Forest Green started off last season in League Two, didn't they? Like an absolute house on fire. 
mm-hmm. up until around Christmas time. Then they kind of collapsed and limped over the line. It just shows if you can start really well, the second half of the season doesn't have to be that good and you'll still get promoted because of the amount of automatic promotion spots that are available in League Two. So, you know, for Leighton Orient, if they can keep this up until, up until Christmas, they should be as good as there for me. Yep, agreed. Uh, Tom, in the conversation to get promoted is Bradford City. Uh, we've had <laughs> we've had a lot of people, uh, in particular, long term listener Dell, uh, tweet us to say that season after season, whenever he's back, Bradford they've always failed him, um, and we're going to get onto that later on when we review last week's treble. Uh, as you can imagine, didn't go too well for us. But I think they're going to get back on the horse, Tom. Uh, they're away at Harrogate. They're a great price. They're 2.16. I do like Harrogate. I like what they're doing as a club. They're, they're doing really well. Simon Weaver is a really capable manager who I'm convinced is going to manage in League One at the very least. But they are having a bit of a moment. They haven't won in their last seven games. Uh, even though Bradford didn't win for us last week, they did get a dramatic late equaliser against Wimbledon in, in front of a packed house. That will give them momentum and belief, despite the, the drop points. Uh, before that, they beat Stevenage. Tom, let's not forget that. We are very hot on Stevenage. They've beaten Tranmere, Walsall. They've even beaten Sheffield Wednesday in the, in the uh, pizza trophy. Like they, they are the real deal. They just let us down this weekend, and and that was unfortunate. But yeah, I can't resist them again. Two point one six. Yeah, for sure. Um, who else we got in this little slate? I have a both teams to score pick: AFC Wimbledon against Colchester. Um, Wimbledon without a clean sheet in seven consecutive games. Colchester without a clean sheet in eight consecutive games. So, very quick one here. My logic is two teams facing each other who cannot keep a clean sheet for love and money. 1.86 is a decent price considering that uh, for both teams to get on the score sheet. Um, yeah, I just think, yeah, you've got two teams here who leak a lot of goals. Um, but we have seen with Wimbledon they're capable of scoring because they scored two away at Bradford last weekend. So, mm-hmm. they'll take heart from that. Um, but yeah, with their leaky defence, Colchester should find enough opportunity to uh, at least get one of their own. 1.82, Stevenage away at Crawley Town. Crawley are priced at 4.0 for a win here. Um, I mean, if you have a look at the stats, you'll see that they've actually won three of the last home, uh, three of the last three home games. However, just one of those in the league uh, against Stockport, that was a good performance. The others in pizza trophies and against Fulham, actually, in the Carabao Cup. But, you know, just the one win in terms of uh, uh, league games all season. That's from 10. Clearly having a big issue. The NFTs, the the Kevin Betsy experiment, all this kind of stuff had me thinking that they might be towards the top half, but currently third bottom in 22nd. Against Stevenage, who are surprising everyone, I think, with the level that they're at. I think people thought 
under uh, Steve Evans that they would be good, but third is higher than I thought that it would be at this stage of the season. They've won seven mm. of ten, uh, Stevenage. And, yeah, in terms of uh, results, they've lost just one of their last six. Um, that was an unfortunate defeat away at Bradford, who turned it on that game and beat them 3-0. But in terms of, you know, other results, Stevenage have been absolutely squeaky clean this season. And, yeah, priced at 1.82. That one looks like an attractive away win for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it won't surprise many. Uh, if they got a win there, um, no more though for me that I want to read out in League Two. Is there any that you've got? Uh, I, I told you this off air. I flirted with Salford, uh, 1.97 against Grimsby, but I, I kind of like Grimsby, so I think I'm going to park it there um, and mention it on the pod just in case they win so I look like a genius, but also say that <laughs> I uh, don't fancy it too much to read out as a tip. So if they don't win, then I also look good. No, I'm kidding. I just, yeah, I, I, I got, I got cold feet when it came to it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, then let's recap last week's treble and bring you this week's one. Yeah. So last week, you know, spoiler earlier on, of course, Bradford, the bad guys. This weekend, I've lost count on the amount of times that we have lost a bet by one team. To be honest with you, it's it's kind of sickening and it, it's a, it's a trend. Maybe we should start doing doubles and then I think we'd be absolutely balling, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we had Northampton against Stockport. They got the uh, 2-1 win despite going 1-0 down. Uh, we backed Stevenage to beat Harrogate. They did so 1-0. And as I mentioned, Bradford actually needed an equaliser late on in injury time to rescue a point 2-2 at home to Wimbledon. That result came out of absolutely nowhere for me. Uh, and this one stings. Yeah, yeah, it does. Very much a stinger. And uh, yeah, very frustrating, isn't it, that we landed another two out of three. Because like you say, it's been too many of them. Uh, but hopefully this will be the week we finally get a winner because this has been by far our worst start to a season in terms of the trebles. It's been an absolute shocker. Uh, no hiding from that. So this week... Hopefully we don't curse any of the following teams. So Sheffield United at home to Birmingham, Leighton Orient at home to Newport. Then we're going to throw in a both teams to score tip, Bristol City at home to QPR. So current best odds on that particular treble is 4.59. Nice. I will say, um, just on the subject of the treble and all that good stuff, you know, Obviously, we've got a couple of messages uh, just regarding the results recently. Listen, we, we, we never say that we're going to guarantee you winners every single weekend. If you are looking for you know a get-rich-quick podcast, then, then it's not us. It, it really isn't. We, we took out the bets that we're going to have this weekend. We spend more time researching than the average person, and then we share that research and just our general knowledge, really, on football. And we put it in a fun pod. And then we like to talk about football betting and opportunities and banana skins and teams we don't fancy and all that stuff. You know, this isn't exactly, a, as I said, a, a get-rich-quick pod. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it for what it is. And, you know, hopefully you're, you're taking some tips and from us and writing them down and getting some victories. And 
you know, hopefully you're back in some of your own as well. At the end of the day, we just want everyone to, to gamble responsibly and have fun. That's what it's all about. Yep, exactly. Well said, mate. Very well said. Um, so good luck for this weekend. Uh, no point going through fantasy football, really, is there? Because no, nothing to no, really we'll, go through. We'll save that for next week. Um, but yeah, if you do mm-hmm. want to extend your podcast experience, please follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. I noticed, Tom, in our research that there's a midweek docket. So we will be exploring our tips on Twitter exclusively. And to be honest with you, without tooting our own horn, on Twitter in the midweeks, we've been on absolute fire. The form, the form, <laughs> the form has been brilliant. So uh, T underscore FB podcast, make sure you're following in time for the, uh, the midweek tips, because as I said, we've actually done really well on them. Yeah, we have. Um, if you have enjoyed the show, guys, please leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and other than that, like Tom says, get involved on social media. Send us in whatever bets you've got on for this weekend, especially if you get any winners. Uh, we love to see the winning bet slips. And yeah, enjoy. The sh- hope you enjoyed the show and uh, good luck for this weekend.